Okay, yeah, now this is it. This is the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. Jake This! Hello, ladies. Hello. It's me. I'm still, I'm on. It's me. Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, it's Jake this, of Jake Johansson podcast. I think this is episode 125, but uh, there's no way for me to refer to no to the place where those are numbered right now because I'm in my hotel in Boston. I'm about to do some comedy shows at Laugh Boston. So I'm thanking you in advance for coming to those shows because I know that you were there. I know you came. I know I believe in you and you believe in me. We believe in each other. And I know you wouldn't let me down if you're in Boston and you're not at this show. It's just, that's not even a possibility to me. That's where I'm at with my Tony Robbins mindset. Anyway, that's where I am this week. And then now, I know we're all enjoying our um, holiday Christmas dinner. Even people who are not Christians, I hope, are enjoying a delicious dinner on December 25th. Uh, that's my wish for you, non-Christians. Uh, and I can't really say that I'm even truly a Christian. I mean, I'm not going to church. I'm not doing all of that. But that's how I was brought up. Anyway, we have a tree Santa Claus is coming, there's presents, all of that stuff. We're getting into that kind of talk later in the podcast with my, be- my, my best guests, uh, my friend Kimball Packard, who's also one of my showbiz help- helpers, as you'll hear. Um, and he lives here in Boston, so I'm restocking him with DVDs and T-shirts that you can get on my website, the jakethis.com website that you know about, and that's where you can find out where I'm playing. But I've got dates in January coming up in Southern California, Hermosa Beach Comedy Magic Club, I'm going to Atlanta to the Laughing Skull. I'm going to the Columbus Funny Bone in February. Minneapolis, I'm going to be at Acme in February. Go to jakethis.com and check out all of those. Without further ado, it's time now for me to tell you that uh, this is the conversation that I had with this week's guest, my friend, Kimball Packard. So we are talking right now. Don't go, well, If you're going to have to pause this if you want to get something to eat or drink because it's happening right now. I'm not kidding around. This is it. <laughs> what are you doing? You're staring. Okay, we're Just starting. Stare now. at the honeycomb oh, the microphone of the microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your eyes it's go a little dizzy. bit wonky. It's like staring into the eyeball of a giant bee. Yeah, well, it's it is, and yeah. this whole thing can sting us <laughs> a lot of different ways. I've heard. Yeah. So, welcome to Boston. Thank you. Thanks for right. having me. It was a fun. It was a fun little. Uh, we did a little kind of tour of the yeah. back bay of the city. We drove by Fenway Park. Yeah, we did Newbury Street. And right. So you promised me that was yeah. where the attractive rich ladies were going to be. They were all bundled up in down coats today. Yeah, it's too. What are you going to do? Cold. Yeah, it's too cold. I you love that story you told me about uh, empowered ladies now or protesting that yeah. we we're not allowed to look at their nipples on the... No, no, they want us to be able to look at the nipples. That's the whole point, that the nipple is not obscene. It's free the nipple. It's free the, the nipple. Free the a, nipple. That's, that's the name of the movie. No, Well, it started out, I believe, as a uh, uh, an Instagram thing. Free the nipple. Free the nipple. Uh-huh. And, uh, and Lena Esco, this uh, actress right. and uh, director now, three years ago, she said she... Went on, you know, went online and secured the website freethenipple.com. Freethenipple.com. And so and you can, that's a real website that we can really yeah, visit. Yeah. And so there's a film that came out on December 12th. And uh, it's it's not a documentary. It's a, it's a scripted drama, sort of. It's a bit of a, I don't know, I, I assume there's Have you some seen humor it? in it. I haven't seen it yet, no. 
It's just came out in the theaters on the 12th of December. And what's the gist of it, as far as you understand? uh, As I understand it, um, there's all this obscenity that they allow on uh, in our media, on TV, on cable, in video games, and everything. But for some reason, the female nipple is still persona non grata Mm -hmm. (laughs) in any images. And and women are saying, and and in fact, in New York City since 1972. It's been legal for a woman to be bare-chested on the streets of New York. Is that right? But Yes, but police routinely still write people up for it. Not that there's a lot of people walking around. I mean, as I go to New York City a lot, haven't seen many naked women. Oh, because guys women. are jerks, you know. Exactly. You, look, did you see that video of the, the woman who went walking around all day? And she was just wearing like a black T-shirt and jeans. She was yeah. just walking around. I saw that. With a guy... Yeah. Filming her. Right. And it was like how many guys were like, hey, yeah. how you doing? Oh, you're stuck up because you're not talking to me. Yeah. And she's just, she's fully clothed. Right. But that was kind of controversial the way that was edited together, too. Well, they cut they cut out all the boring. But who's going to And they cut it? out all the white people, too. The was, white people that were talking to her. That were talking to her, yeah. I mean, they mm-hmm. kind of racially well, right. profiled the thing, I thought. Oh, really? They were yeah. looking at it? Yeah, like go back and look at it again. There are like three white guys in the whole well, exercise. Well, I am the first guy to... I'm the white guy to admit <laughs> that white guys are sexist. I mean, but I, I sort of feel you know. like whatever is the opposite of, or different from what you are, you're yeah. probably prejudiced against your own... I, I mean, you kind of can't yeah. help. You just We're all in our own little world of our own That's little type of people. So true. I just don't get it, though. I don't understand anyway, I've that just, part of it. Well, yeah. That part of what? That part, that whole... Racial thing, that whole I don't. Well, that they would edit this thing yeah. that's about sexism right. to also make it racist is yeah. pretty ridiculous. But it seems fairly evident that's what they did. Although I don't know, you, you know. Well, you'd have to watch the whole. Yeah, exactly. And it was ten hours, hours right? Ten. I hours, think they yeah. filmed ten. It was hours. a long time. Who's got and they edited it down it? to five minutes. And a lot of it was just like, look, if you are an attractive woman, yeah. you're going to get attention from the right. opposite sex or the same sex of people who are interested in you. Because they're attracted to you, and so they're trying to see if they can start something up. I mean, I, I do feel like you got to allow for a little bit of interest, and, yep. and I get it. It's unwanted interest, but look, if you, but, don't, if you don't want people to be interested in you, then don't act interesting. Has any you know? guy ever had success with that move? I mean, has that ever worked? I can't, really? believe that, <laughs> I can't believe that guys are still doing a thing that has never worked. I know. I think... I think really? it's with a lot. It's a low percentage thing to just so go, it's "Hey, like, baby, yeah. what are you doing later?" It doesn't it's like work all the time. Cold call sales. You mm-hmm. just keep doing it, and enough eventually. It's a numbers game, yeah. right? Numbers that was game. the that was the legend. Yeah. When I was in college, that there Always was a be guy closing. on one of the other dorm <laughs> floors who would just go up to women that he was attracted to yeah. at bars and ask them if they wanted to fuck. Wow. Do you want to fuck? And it worked sometimes. Nice. Yeah, sometimes it worked. Seldom, but it worked. Wow. And it saved him the trouble of having to work on any kind of subtler approach. He could spend that time drinking or sleeping. Wow. His incredible hangover from how hammered was. Right to the point. Right to the point. Damn. But he had success. Well, the the legend was that it it did work for him. Right. But, I mean, Mm. of course that line would work if you're Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. you You could probably work that line. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but so getting back to Lena, it's a much bigger thing than just the nipple. It's about women's, right. you know, equality for women and the fact that they don't get equal pay. It's as, as important as the fact that 
you can walk down Fifth Avenue with your shirt off and nobody will bother you. I know people <laughs> would bother me. If, if you're a dude walking around New York City with your shirt off, I yeah. mean, I know that I do see that from time to right. time. But especially if you're a guy who's not – if you're a guy who looks good with his shirt off, yeah. fine. But – if I'm walking, I mean, I look okay for a man my age well, you're with doing his shirt all that off working out. in the privacy of my own home. Yeah. But I'm not going to take this stuff public. <laughs> I always think it's weird when I'm driving around L.A. on a hot day and I see a guy in his car with yeah. a seatbelt on, driving around without wow. a shirt. Well, that's – I would think that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's – anyway, the whole yeah. nipple thing, I feel it just – well, I'm having a little trouble. This nipple – my left nipple yeah. got very um, sort of irritated the other day. You need to free it. I t- take I, off I the think shirt. I may because it got inflamed around the edge. Really? I'd never had that happen with my nipples. Nipple. A wow. man of my age. Wow. I've never had any nipple-related problems. Jeez. And now, and now yeah. this. One time when I pierced one, but other than that. <laughs> no, I've never done that. Did you ever you no. pierce your nipples? Never pierced anything. No piercing? No, I, I mean, not, not, not that it wasn't an accident. <laughs> You haven't accidentally <clears throat> pierced anything. No. No, I've been stabbed a couple times. No. <laughs> oh, but, my God. Oh, yesterday I was in the car to the airport. <laughs> I took an Uber to the airport. It was always a good – I feel like the, gr- the great thing about Uber is it's a terrific conversation every time I get in the car really? with one of those guys. Oh, they're chatty? Yeah. Well, I chat them up. Uh-huh. You know, because yeah. a lot of times they're from some other country. They got some story. I was in oh, the car really? one time with a guy yeah. who was missing part of one of his fingers like uh-huh. from – from the last knuckled down yeah. the tip of one of his fingers yeah. and that last knuckled out on his thumb. And I knew it was some kind of gangster thing, yeah. but I couldn't ask about that. But he, oh. he was interesting. But the guy yesterday was kind of a nondescript, heavyset Caucasian guy. Not heavyset, but yeah. thick, thickish guy. Mm-hmm. And he was where, he was driving a like a... Maybe it was an Escalade or something like wow. that. Or, a, or a, but nice. It, but it was the oldest kind of one of those that you can get and yep. still be an UberX driver. Uh-huh. And uh, he told me a couple of good stories. But one of the things, oh, Jesus, now I've got, I went so far back on the backstory that I can't remember <laughs> where, where I'm going with this. <laughs> Your Uber driver. Uh-huh. Is taking you to the airport. And he had a good story. And he had a good story. About some kind of nipple-related something. Oh, it was nipple-related. No, that's I think a, that, been so a we're circling back on It might have been a piercing thing. Yeah. Uh, well, he got mm. we got to talking a little bit, because my wife was asking me about, do you ever have any weird experiences with Uber drivers? And I, I wouldn't say I have weird ones, but I'm, I'm yeah. glad... I'm glad that I'm a man. I, th- I think it's I think it's different to be a woman and get yeah. into a car with a strange man that you don't know. But this guy who looked a little bit, my wife thought he looked a little sketchy in sort of a like, yeah, a gangstery sort of way. No, 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 in no. sort of a like that. That's the guy who's got a kid locked in his basement. Oh, kind okay. Yeah. But he actually told me one of the reasons he quit driving in this one neighborhood, which was an upscale neighborhood, because yeah. these upscale parents were. Um, calling Ubers to take their kids to school. Really? And then not even, like, he'd yeah. pull up to the address, yeah. and there'd be a kid with a backpack on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like a nine, wow. eight-year-old oh, kid. Oh, yeah, you don't want to be doing that. And he would say, like, yeah. where are your parents? And they, oh, yeah. they're in the house. And he'd take them to school, but he kind of gave them the creeps, and he thought, oh, yeah. this is bad parenting. I'm gonna, ch- I'm checking out of this. Wow. I'm checking out of this whole, I'm not doing yeah, this. Yeah, that's a, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. But uh, we weren't talking about piercings, but but I got in and we got to talking about something. Then then he, you know, he got onto Howard Stern. 
Yeah. And, uh, and we were talking about Howard Stern, and there was some story about some guy who had gotten – he did some jail time because he met another guy on the Internet and cut – he was – I think he was a doctor, but he cut off some other guy's penis. The other guy wanted him to cut off his penis, and that happened. But uh, Really? Yeah. But we were talking about piercings, and we got talking about oh. Artie Lang. You were talking about being yep. stabbed. Right. And so we were talking about Howard Stern and Artie Lang and yeah. how Artie had stabbed himself multiple times in this really? suicide attempt. And, uh, yeah, wow. I just I just don't know how. I've never been stabbed, but no. I can't even imagine stabbing myself one yeah, time. Yeah, no, I've cut off a little tip of my finger a couple times, and it's... But when you say a tip, yeah. you don't mean, like, from the knuckle down. No, like no, just Uber a tip, driver like, you know, so it's flat. And it actually kind of grew back after that anyway. But do but, you have a fingerprint on that part of your finger? Uh, it looks like I do. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you never checked that yeah. until yeah. now. Yeah. Um, no, I seem to still have them. But that's my biggest thing. I get a little, uh, I, I lose little bits and finger a couple of times, three times a year. When you're doing some of your chef work. Yeah, when I'm cutting things with my knives. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get distracted, and next thing you know, there's blood all over the potatoes. <laughs> Most of that disappears. You throw it in the frying pan, and that's yeah. uh, you're fine. Yeah, right. It's good protein for it everybody. Kills that. It kills yep. that. Any kind of virus that you might have, any kind of blood-related hemorrhagic right. fever. It's good for you. I think it's probably good for you, personally. I don't know if it's good to feed other people your blood, though, is it? For you to eat your own blood? Yeah, I good? think it's probably. It sounds like it would be. Based on what? Would you say that would be good? Based on uh, the fact that your urine would also heal a... Well, they uh, say, that's what they say with the, about drinking your own urine. They say yeah. that can be good for you because yeah. you're... And if what, you get bit by a jellyfish, you're supposed to piss on your leg, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. So maybe all of our bodily fluids have healing properties. <laughs> yeah. You know? Now we're back to pickup lines that you, <laughs> you're, you're using on ladies I'm that you just sure. met. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, uh, it's got healing properties. And yeah. it doesn't matter where I put but it. I'm sure work. it's really good for your complexion. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not what I was. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, made, you made it naughty. Um, <laughs> what are you going to do? I guess it was naughty already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's Christmas time. Yes, it is. It's oh, that's what we were talking about earlier. What's that? Well, just we were driving by the Christian Science yeah. place about how yeah. they've still, they've still, they're still going. It seems to fly in the face of evolution the idea is well the totally. idea the idea that there's this organized religion that's been around yeah. for a long time yeah where they don't believe the go in going into the doctor or modern medicine they believe that you're going to hear it your faith is going to heal yeah. what's wrong with you and it just seems like the evidence first of all that that is not working would be enough to talk people out of it yeah. but then also just the just the kind of how how long before all the people who think that Die off of yeah of something, but I guess like they the don't. Shakers. They're gonna, they're the shakers, breathe. are the shakers dying off? The shakers are dead. They're gone. They're all gone because they didn't believe in procreation. So that's even harder to keep your flocks up. Oh yeah, up, well you know? that's bad news. But uh, yeah, they went out. Who buries the last shaker? Yeah, really. I mean, and what about you know? I mean, what if a good Ebola thing hit the Christian Science Church? Hmm. That'd be that'd be the only way. Speaking of that. I, wasn't it just before the election that we were all going to die from Ebola? Not only and that, what happened we were going to impeach Obama because yeah. he wasn't doing enough to protect us all from Ebola. I heard, he yeah. appoints one guy who's now going to get 
they're eliminating his the Ebola czar is yeah, going to be the done Ebola czar. the end of right. March, right? <laughs> but we were going to be, impeach Obama because he wasn't yeah. doing enough to protect us from Ebola. But now, look, now do we get enough credit? Like George W. Bush used to say all the time, look, hey, you might not think I'm doing anything to protect yeah. us from terrorism, but look how good it worked. We haven't been attacked by a terrorist. How about Obama and this whole Ebola I know. thing? He shut that shit down. Seven total cases in the United States, mm-hmm. and everybody was panicking. CNN... I couldn't believe their coverage. Well, but it that's was just CNN, so that's, over the top. That this is an example of yeah. the thing that I was saying in my act all the time. It's like their job is to get you to keep watching the news, so yeah. they make everything sound freaky to the point where it's like, look, you're the news. You're supposed to be telling me what's really going on. Yeah. But I can't trust you. No. I can't trust you because you're so motivated to freak me out all the yeah, time. Yeah, and they'll speculate on something that's not even true. Well, look. Or, I'm surprised that there was anyone left to die of Ebola because we all should have yeah. been dead from um, swine flu or the or SARS. SARS was SARS going to kill, was us, kill right? us all, right? Remember, yeah. Skylab was going to fall on yeah. us. Uh, yeah. Swine flu was back Amazing. in the 70s. We were all going to die of swine yeah. flu, right? We didn't die of that. We do need a good killer bees. What about the killer kill- fucking bees? Exactly. Well, now all the bees are dying. Now we're supposed to worry that all the bees are dying because now we're going to die. Well, we can't survive without the bees, but all the bees... First, we were worried about killer bees, which were going to kill us all, but there was going to be too many bees, and now there's not enough bees. And I feel like... I know this bee thing has been really bugging you for a long time. (laughs) Has it been? Yeah. Yeah, you've been been obsessing about bees dying for quite a while now. When have you heard me talking about the bees? Oh, it goes back at least a couple of years. Uh, Even before it was on the cover of Time Magazine, and that was a while ago now. But remember that Time well, Magazine? Well, I feel like I was All aware the of the bees. Dying. I was aware of the bees dying before yeah. I saw it on Time Magazine. But yeah. you don't have to. To be one step ahead of Time Magazine is not saying much now <laughs> in the days of the Internet. I yeah, mean, it used true. to be you had to know someone at the National Institute of Health yeah. or the, the Federal Department of Bees. But now. But are we all really going to? Are we all going to kick because there's no bees? No, no, that's not what's going to kill us. No, I don't. I don't think, think so. it's going to be Ebola either. I think we're yeah. all going to die just slightly sooner than we thought because we ate something that we thought was safe. I no, well, it, it could be a meteor. I, I mean, think that it, is. Yeah, I think I it's going to be bet, a meteor. If yeah. I had to bet, well, this yeah. is the hubris of us human beings: is that we're worried that it's our job to save the planet, and I do yeah. agree that it would be an, a great idea for us to do something to slow down on our. Absolutely. Shitting carbon into the atmosphere thing. But the planet is going to shake us off like a bad cold eventually. Look, all of Seems that way. We're so worried about all these species going extinct. You'll be sad when there's no more polar bears. But all of the species have gone extinct since forever. And we are going to be, we're not the number one of everything, everything. Apparently there's only 20 white rhinos left in the world or something like that. Mm -hmm. The rhinos are going too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only a matter of time, but you're right. A lot of people say that's caused by the black rhinos. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're back to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. It's just, uh, you're right. I guess in some ways that's the earth evolving as these things go. And maybe we'll even find a way to live without the bees. Well, I think we're going to download ourselves into our own d- 
electronic devices. I feel like... Oh, you've said that before. Now, isn't this somebody else's theory? Well, Ray Kurzweil has has that idea. Now, it's widely accepted, this thing of the singularity, that the machines are going to become sentient, and we're going to be able to... And and then we're going to be able to download or merge our consciousnesses with them to have it all be one big consciousness that then is going to be somehow maintained by, I don't know, some drone drone human being janitor race that wow. that's who you want to get to be part of. So then I live on forever in this machine. You and I continue to confer, converse much like this, only it's just our... No, it's, inter- it's instantaneous that we become completely aware of each other's experiences and we become part of everyone else's experiences. Really? All then, your experiences? Yeah. Even the ones that... That one time when the I New did Orleans? that thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ate that, that when I ate that bad oyster, or I shouldn't yeah. have had that tuna casserole, wow. and I went to see Spinal yep. Tap. Yeah, jeez, that's gonna happen. I I don't think that'll happen in our lifetime, though. No, I don't think. so. I either. mean, Ray Kurzweil still doesn't have the really perfect Hammond B3 sound coming out of his keyboards yet, so he's a long way to go before he's putting my head in a box. Well, he's taking vitamins <laughs> and drinking distilled water just to try and make it. He wants to live long enough. Oh. He's older than us, so he's, yeah. if we're, we're not going to make it. He's not going to make it. No. But, uh, but that was wow. the other thing we were talking about earlier today was the whole religion thing about, like, yeah. you do whatever they tell you to do when you're in a religion because you're going to live forever in the paradise that they built. But who's right? They can't all be right. They can't all be right. And what kind of an asshole is the one that's right that they're going to exclude the rest of us just for yeah. making a mistake. Yeah. Look, we're human beings. We're right. flawed, right? Yeah. I made a mistake. I thought I was supposed to follow the monkey guy or, mm-hmm. the, or that elephant, the roller skating elephant. I was worshiping that for a while. Yeah. Wow. And it turns out it's no. It's nope. that, uh, you know, that standing a dog thing in Egypt. That's the thing we should have been worshiping. It's just, you know, I guess people need something to believe in. I don't know. I just they uh, do. I feel like there's a song in there somewhere. <laughs> I just I just don't understand it or why that's so fervently felt by many like these crazy people over uh, who are completely distorting the the Muslim uh, religion, completely distorting it. In the same way though that fundamentalist Christians distort the Bible here, you know, they pick out the passages that that fit their story, that fit their uh, agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's. I guess it's no different in every one of these religions. Well, yeah. and I feel like it's the people at the top are people who are exploiting the fact that of these of these religions yeah. are exploiting the fact that there's poor, unfortunate people at the bottom who all they have to live for is the promise that when they die, then things yep. are finally going to be great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the know, thing. There. So, so there. It is a. It is How a do weird, we still not know? All these people who have died, nobody has that's what I was come saying. back to tell us. Well, I was saying earlier, that's my yeah. theory, is that right. uh, there's some kind of a, if, if there is an afterlife and it is really a paradise, then it, when, as soon as you get there, they tell you, look, don't tell your friends on earth because <laughs> they'll kill themselves and then they'll miss out on this on the rest of that life, which is not as good as this life, but you've got forever to be, you got forever to be dead. Why not enjoy the last few hours like it's like walking out in the middle of a movie like even if it's shitty it might get better it might it might it's definitely going to get better yeah that's what you have to keep thinking anyway and even if it doesn't get better yeah. there might be some good little bits to it like right, right? you might eat yeah. a good sandwich or have sex Ooh. one more time or yeah you know well, those things could all happen when it gets yeah. down to it though when you get really old like when you get into your 
80s, 90s, you know, these 110-year-old people you see on the news, it's down to like, man, you just get a good piece of chocolate cake. (laughs) Fuck, I didn't think that was ever going to happen again. I love this cake. Yeah, that is, I mean, I I have a hard time wrapping my head around all that because my mother's 92. Mm -hmm. And so she's been on this, think of how... 92 and she's still driving a she's car? Still drive, she drives to New Hampshire regularly and everything. She's amazing. Oh, she's my a, God. From, yeah, not, uh, you know, not when he even gets close to dusk. But but the thing is, she's just so like active. a reverse vampire. Yeah. She's very active and, you know, she does the crossword puzzles every day. And she's uh, Right. So she's enjoying yeah, her life. Totally enjoying her life. And uh, But just think of how technology has changed in the time since 1922. Mm-hmm. When she was born, and now she's sending emails to people, and and you know, I, that's the she same. doesn't have a Facebook account, thankfully, but, but she should. But she should. <laughs> this is the thing that keeps you from dying: is yeah. whatever new people, whatever people are doing now that you think is silly and you don't need to do that. Yeah. that's a sign you're getting old. So uh, you really, actually, do really. I need to sign up. So for we need Pinterest. to vine. I signed up for Pinterest. I don't know. I'm on Pinterest. I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I try to post things in the recipe. I have a recipe panel okay. so i post try to post recipes every once in a while that i see that i like that. yeah yeah i'm trying to do my yeah. best I, I i tried to figure out reddit i've been on reddit but uh, it all seems like it seems like a, a you go in and then it's like one it's like chasing butterflies around the universe you, you know, can you get completely lost there i, can, I get yeah. disoriented and yeah. i know I, and that's yeah. without even having a profile right once you have a pro maybe that's the why you need a profile in reddit so that you feel like you've got some anchor so you've got some thin silver thread that attaches you oh. to some point in the universe. I'll be honest with you. I haven't had the time to. I'm still trying to get a handle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah, you know, I know. But that's you're still holding on Reddit. to individuality. So yeah. Reddit, that's what it's like when the singularity happens. That's what Reddit is like. Is you it? go in there, and it's everybody's doing everything, and all at once you're part of it, and you're caught in this oh, universal God. sensation of wonderment, and you're I finding out social new facts. media manager. That's yeah, what we too. need. We should get one person to do that for us. The problem it wouldn't is, take that long in a day, really. You know, they could set it all up on Hootsuite or TweetDeck. I don't want someone to do it for me. I want someone to help me to do it in the most efficient yeah, way. Yeah. But the problem is, is who is that guy? And I know there's someone listening woman. to this now. Or woman. Yeah, I would love it if it was a woman. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Reach out, folks. Help us. Oh, help us in the is, world of social media. We need to get Jake to 100,000 Twitter followers. Have, I definitely have a few people who are listening to this right now yeah. who are going to send an email. This um, is your goal. <laughs> we want to take it from 8,800 followers on Twitter to 100,000 in 2015. Because Let's that make would, it happen. <laughs> if that happened, I would probably get my own TV show because yeah. the Internet would go, holy crap, what's going yeah. on? I think that that's what happens, too, is it's this momentum of something. Yeah. Everybody's following this. We've got to go follow yeah. it. You know, if you get your own TV show, then then we're playing bigger rooms. <laughs> we're playing bigger rooms, yeah, because you're in charge of some yeah. of my new, uh, yeah, my, the new, the future of the future of me, Jake. The future Coney, of Jake the, Johansson on the stage in the United States. Go, we're going yeah. to smaller towns. Yeah, we're going to play, be playing alternate venues. I, when yeah. I say we, I really mean me, but you, yeah. in spirit or in person, you may come along. I might come along once in a while. You yeah. know, see the mid-Atlantic states or go out to the West Coast and. See these secondary markets, as they call them. Oh, but I don't think of them as secondary markets. I well, no, we don't. The, I mean, the, the world, the media thinks of them as secondary markets. Uh, but we well, see them as, as 
as uh, areas ripe for for comedy for the most important audience is the audience that I'm currently making love to. Yeah, that's true. That's how I look at yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but no, I found you know I mean uh, I, years ago when uh, we had the Eagle Mountain House up in New Hampshire. The Eagle Mountain House was a resort that you were in, and yeah, in Jackson, New Hampshire. An inn. So yeah. was it like the Bob Newhart thing? Was it? No, was it was 110 like? rooms with a nine-hole golf course and a swimming pool and tennis courts. It, it was crazy. Kind of it was so small stupid. Time sitcom. No, it was it was insane. We sold a a two-family house and bought a 110 room resort up in Jackson, New Hampshire. Wow, where was the two-family house? Was in it Milford, on top of a skyscraper? No, in Milford, New Hampshire. But there were what we would call back in the day, because I was actually in real estate then. I was doing commercial real estate, and the inn was pitched at a marketing session I went to. And uh, and that's how it all started. And they had what they called motivated sellers. So <laughs> you needed almost... Somebody's in trouble. No money down. And back then, financing was so creative. You could wrap mortgages. We had three mortgages on the place. The debt service was ridiculous. I don't know what we were thinking. But we went in there, and <laughs> I remember the first uh, end of the first season, I went into the bank to see about refinancing, and the guy's asking me what we have for working capital and everything. I said, well, just that, what's in the bank there? And, you know, it was enough to cover the next week's payroll probably. <laughs> he said, he looked at me, and he said, that's all you have? I said, yeah. He said, well, you know, we'll be fine. He said, you guys aren't even going to last the winter. <laughs> but we ended up three and a half years there. And I started, a, what started this whole conversation was I had a, a concert series I started because we were 28 years old. We were trying to get people our age to come to the place because it was one of these big old resorts with the rocking chair on the porch that the clientele was literally right. dying off. It is so you know, hard to get twenty-year-olds to sit yeah, in a rocking chair for right. an afternoon. Yeah, no, they were blanket they, on their legs. Listening there were people, to you know, like from the balsams. Music. It was like uh, you know, the balsams or the Mount Washington Hotel, a smaller version of that. But there were many of them in the White Mountains, and people would go for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. You know, families and couples, and you know, oh, they would they would back check in, in and be back there in the for day they'd be there for yeah. We had a couple of the old timers that still did that. And we were shocked at all the young people that came in and took over the place to run it. Our whole staff was younger than we were. Uh-huh. So I figured I'd do this music and and try to get people come into the place and get, you know, more of a name for the Eagle Mountain House. So I, started, I figured I'd book all these acts that were popular in the Northeast at that time, like Jonathan Edwards, Livingston Taylor, John Poussette Dart, David Bromberg. We had quite a lineup. I had Dave Mason and... We're in a town with a population of only 600 people, and we were drawing 250 to 350 people to all the shows. So, so you're pulling from the neighboring if communities? If you build or it, was it, they just... will come. Yeah, that's, so that's why uh-huh. these secondary markets we're going to, they're so starved for great entertainment because nobody brings it to them. Well, I think that and I think that's what's going to make this work for you. And as that's, we... what'll be fun. that's what'll be fun to me, too, is to yeah. connect with people who really are enjoying the shows as opposed to, you right. know, sometimes you go to comedy clubs and, and in, in these big cities, you're up against so many other great yep. nights of entertainment right. that uh, a, lot of, a lot of comedy clubs are giving away promotional tickets, like half yeah. of the room, and they're, and they're nice audience members, and it's fun to do a show for them, and they enjoy Sometimes. It. Sometimes, but sometimes... Sometimes they get the money, they get a ticket for nothing, and they don't give a shit. And they don't give a shit, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So it'll be nice to be. It'll be. It's nice to be in a room with people that give a shit. That's yeah. That's uh, like. I mean, this is a room where we both give a shit. But yeah. There's there's no money in me charging you. No. But but those to. venues, they'll be all people who actually wanted to come see you and bought a ticket. Mm-hmm. They weren't just walking by and randomly handed two tickets to go to a free show. Right. And uh, and sadly, that seems to be where a lot of comedy clubs in the big cities are at these days because of all the competition. And, you know, they still fill their room, and they still sell their drinks and everything. But And their chicken fingers. Don't forget yeah. the chicken fingers. Oh, the chicken fingers. How could I forget the chicken fingers? And the nachos. Yeah. yeah. I do like performing in a place where people can have a drink yeah. and, a, and a snack if they right. want. You know, yeah. I sort of feel like... Um, to, to to be a big to be performing in big theaters or arenas, it must yeah. be really fun. It must be uh-huh. really fun. I mean, I know it's fun because yeah. I've done those kind of shows. Right. But but uh, to me, the ideal size crowd is that you know, two to two to three hundred, three fifty uh-huh. maybe. That's a great size for comedy. Even even smaller sometimes can be awesome. You yeah. Seventy five. Well, we're gonna find that you out. Can't really. It's seventy five. It starts to get to be like okay. Now, now, now! Not only do you have to buy a ticket, but I have to pass the hat, and I'm and I'm sleeping over at somebody's house. I've no, I've seen some some 75 seat rooms work really, really well for comedy. Yo, it like can be a great totally show. Like people totally into saying, it. It's a great show. I'm just saying the economics of it. Well, you, unless you're charging forty five. You charge more, and and usually people want to pay more. You know, yeah. you know, there's that great music venue out on Long Island, uh, Stephen Talkhouse. It holds like 150 people, and they get the biggest names you can imagine. And there's a, another place up in uh, Maine, uh, Stone Mountain, mm-hmm. maybe 75 seats or 100 at the most. And they'll bring in John Hyatt or somebody like that, but tickets will be 150 bucks, and they sell them out, you know, because I guess I these days do, but people, a, you know. expensive ticket. It is, but people want to do but, that. But that, that crowd is. You know, they go to a Broadway show. I know they pay I even it, more than that, like, you know. If it's 150 bucks to see me, I got to go to a bigger. I don't. I don't yeah. want to be in a room full of people who got 150 who bucks to throw care away that much show. about you. <laughs> <That's> like, yes, <laughs> now, this is, let's bring it around but to my own. Like, we want I them to have, throw. We want them to throw 150 bucks your way at the end of the show. I don't have the kind of t-shirts that can hold up <laughs> under 150. Well, how about if we price. give them a t-shirt and a DVD with it? Well, that. Give them okay. a better perceived and a value. Kiss. And a kiss. And a kiss from kiss Jake. everybody. And we get our pictures <laughs> taken. Yeah, a picture. That'd like be that. good. Yeah. Have you ever thought of doing the VIP thing? Have you done that anywhere? What do you mean? Where like people it? meet and greet you before I the show? A, I run a free meet and greet after uh, every show uh-huh. already. And wow. I feel like... What a bargain. That's yeah. well, I that's I like that. I, yeah. That's one of my favorite pl- well, uh-huh. it's a I call it a meet and greet, but it because yeah. it is a meet and greet, but really I'm standing there. If someone wants to buy a CD or a DVD, yeah. they can do that. But I also will say hi to everybody. And do you like actually swipe their credit card and do all that stuff too? Yeah, I do wow. all of it. Because I can, because yeah. it's not. Wow, you're a multitasker. Because I've found yeah. like if you were on the road and you had somebody who was doing it every uh-huh. night for yeah. you, you could train that person to do it how you want to do right. it. But I've found when you let the person from the comedy club, they go, oh, yeah. you know, Larry will help you with your DVDs. Yeah. And then he's not keeping good track of right. who's paid and who hasn't yeah. paid. And he's, t- you know, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like we're, I just line it up and I know who's doing what and who's wow. hasn't paid or this or that. So we'll get you to the point where you've got a, a whole crew on the road. I'm looking forward to getting yeah. to the point where it's we'll my have life becomes unmanageable. A merchandise person and someone to do hair and makeup before the show and oh. 
Yeah. I would love Somebody to press your Robert Graham sport jacket before you put it on. I would love to work some kind of a costume <laughs> change into my show. Wow. And also... Uh, Interesting. Uh, not really. <laughs> um, but I would like to... I need to get a song. I need a song. I need maybe a couple of songs that I yeah. can do. So this is because you're, you're from a music right. background. I need yeah. for you to help me figure out... Is this a funny song? What are the two or three songs? No, it could be. Oh. Well, it should be one happy song, one kind of yeah. upbeat, good But you're talking song. about a cover. You don't want to write a tune. You know, I want oh. to do a cover. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Oh, all right. So, um, you know, does that Folks, work? do you have any suggestions out there for does Jake to sing? That Wet Willie song, Keep On Smiling. I heard, oh, wow. I heard one of those guys do that song with Tad Benoit. I really liked it. Really? That's just an example of a song that I wrote down as a, as a possible. And then I would love to be able to do some kind of a tear, like oh, I can't believe you just did that. You know where it's you maybe you should do uh, like uh, you should do uh, something that's New Orleans related. I think yeah, maybe a Louis some. Armstrong tune. I don't know. If I you could tear that. people's heart out with Wonderful World if you deliver oh, it right. But yeah, I can't sing no? Wonderful World. I don't no, think that's just uh, that's out of bounds. You uh, can't sing somebody's well, sacred song. As your thing, it's you know, it's everybody's song. I guess it is. But yeah. I, I don't think I can do. Uh. If you're going to sing "Wonderful World," you either have to do a Louis Armstrong impression. No, or, no, I don't think so. I think you have to just really. Or you have to make uh, it your own. It's yeah, you like, have to make like it your John own. Like what John did with yeah. uh, um, that why rhythmic song. Yeah, yeah why? Yeah, he oh killed my it. God. Yeah. If you don't know who John Boutet is, yeah, and you don't know who the Eurythmics are, Google John Boutet. <laughs> why? Yeah, and. Do yourself a favor. New Orleans Social Club. Yeah, you were. It was on that record. That is, it's got to be on the internet. I was there. Yeah, it's definitely on the internet. We, in fact, there's a version of it that we did for uh, Austin City Limits. He, John, was part of this uh, New Orleans Social Club, which was a band we put together after Katrina, and we recorded an album six weeks after Katrina in Austin, Texas. And the core band was Leo Nesentelli and George Porter Jr. from the Meters. Henry Butler, Ivan Neville, and Raymond Weber on drums. And we brought in all these guests to each do a song. They were all covers. And John did Why. And uh, uh, it was amazing. The day he recorded it, there was not a dry eye in uh, the place. I've seen him do it live It a was gut-wrenching. And it's, it was it's I couldn't even tell people about it for weeks afterwards. Every time <laughs> I did, I'd choke up. It was such yeah. a moving thing. Well... It, and let's face it, 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 it's my dream to do something that would be 1% yeah. of how great that is. Yeah. You know, I mean. It was brilliant. So, but I'm saying, to be yep. able, to, 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 be able to, to sing a song, for me to sing a song, a cover in my show, yep. it has to be able to, to be a good version of a familiar song or, a, or, you know, but something. But it can't be, I'm not super musical, but I, no, I, would, I, I would rehearse and I would take lessons and I would really do my Could you best. sing it to a track? Hmm? I can't see you playing the guitar too. There's I think not that's be a band. But it, no, yeah. well, I was thinking. I've been into Amanda Palmer lately. Because, really? Uh, well, I saw she has a great. If you're into TED Talks, Amanda Palmer's yeah. TED Talk is pretty awesome. And now she's written this book. And wow. I've down, I bought her book, and I'm reading her book, and I watch her TED Talk. No kidding. Said, it's about crowdfunding. Amanda. Yeah. Palmer's oh, I mean, she's 1.2 million dollars. Yeah, it's a sure but her is. TED talk is really yeah. great. So that's another thing, listeners. But she's you can do. when he, you're done listening to John Boutte, yeah. watch Amanda Palmer's TED talk, and uh, and so she's talking about this whole idea of asking and crowdfunding right. as an artist, be going out and reaching yep. out to your fans and your and your you know coworkers and asking for help mm-hmm. from people. Yeah. 
about about doing things. But uh, so because I'm into her because of those things, then mm-hmm. I was also watching discovered her, her music. music yeah. You know, and so she she does some songs with ukuleles, and I thought, oh, oh yeah, could, maybe know, that would I work. I can't see playing a, a, a guitar. A guitar yeah. is complicated, but a ukulele. And yeah. then I thought, you know, they have those things where it's just like you can't play a wrong note. Those right. drumsticks. Yeah. And there's a thing called a Woodford, which is basically like a three string, except right. there's a duplicate. The third string is two of the same string. There's yep. fourth, there's third and fourth string, but they're the same. So you get a kind of a little bit of a, uh-huh. a doubling up of that high note. Yeah. And so you can, if you decide, if you figure out what key you're going to play in and you tune it to that key, right. you, could pl- you can play a song pretty simply on one of those. Huh. So I wouldn't have to learn a big guitar part. I yeah. could just just something to kind of be able to play along with, and then I could also have a, a track that I sang with. Yeah, too, if it's I wanted a little to. cheesy. But but I, but I thought instead of a track, I'd yeah. have a ukulele or one of these. I like the ukulele idea. Or you could have an open tune guitar where all you have to do is you play it like Richie Havens used to, you know, where he he you just cover mm-hmm. all the frets and and strum. Yeah. And you if you keep it to a three chord song, you'll be fine. You can even have the the chords, you know, marked on the uh, yeah, the frets I know. marked. Um, and, you know? and all, I'm all about cheating. Wow! I feel yeah. like the whole point yeah. of it is going to be that I can sing the song, and then the playing of the song is just to make it so I'm not a cappella. It's to yeah. you know, yeah. so so I'm not trying to show off any guitar pro. Right. I'm not going to be taking right. a solo. Yeah, I'm just going to sing a little. All right, song. so we just need some song suggestions then. Not necessarily a funny song. No, but no, a funny it should song. be real. It should be a real song, and it should a be real a song, song that people are slightly familiar with. Okay, you know. Well, you know, well, I last like. Last night I was watching Treme, and so yeah. I happened to. They, they Which episode? Do you remember? Uh, the second episode of the second season. Oh, there was a song. oh, really early on, yeah. There was a song. Every everything I do is going to be funky. Oh yeah. To Alan Toussaint. Yeah. Wrote it. Right. Song, and then I got into Alan Toussaint, and then I was yeah. listening to Southern Nights. Oh yeah, he's and got then some great stuff. I was listening to Glenn Campbell and Jerry Reed sing yeah. Southern Nights, and I was trying to decide Southern Nights. Well, that could be a song, you know, uh, but, but that's not really a good song. But not for you. But it's like one of those songs that's kind of familiar, like that. Like yeah. Some people kind of think they know it. But it's not a song that everybody's mm-hmm. hearing all the time, right? Like, you're yeah. not going to do Stairway to Heaven. Right. You know? No, definitely not. Not Freebird. Glenn David covers Southern Nights. Does a nice version of it. Glenn David Andrews, another artist for you to check out. Yeah, he is terrific. You yeah. should check out Glenn yeah. David Andrews. Do you know yeah. who manages him, Kimball? I do. And sound Advice Management. And I think they're based around here somewhere. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> yeah. It's you. <laughs> Glenn David Andrews, who was nominated for six Offbeat Awards today. And the Offbeat is the music magazine in New Orleans. Of New Orleans, it's, it's, yeah. Well, it's really the music, food, everything, local. Yeah. It's the it's the yeah. You should check that out too. We folks have got a lot of homework out there. We do have a lot of homework. Yeah, a lot of homework, but it's all worthwhile. If you're gonna, yeah, yeah it is, really is. It is worthwhile. You'll do yourself yeah. a favor. So John Boutte, offbeat. Seems like a lot of this Amanda is very Palmer's New Orleans central. Oh, uh, Amanda Palmer, that's right. But you know, part of the reason for Amanda Palmer's amazing success with crowdfunding is the fact that she brings her fans into her living room all the time, or she did back in the day. She would do these, you know, like uh, long before other people were doing them, these streaming concerts and just chats, video chats with her fans and everything. And she's always been very, very accessible What's to her What's a video chat with your fan? You, uh, you know, like uh, which you can do now on Hangout. You just... But does anyone do that Google Hangout? She did huge, hugely successful doing that thing with all these. But that... You know, a lot of people aren't comfortable with 
being that connected to their fans. She was just really, really good at it. I think I could talk to them, but I can't. Yeah. But that's the thing is she can also then play music. Like once right. you get them all stirred up and they're kind of too crazy to yeah. have a conversation with, mm-hmm. you can sing them a song if you can sing a song. Yeah. But I don't have that. I, I got to keep just keep yeah, talking. Just keep talking like we're and doing that's here. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, well, this is okay. One-on-one. Right. One. Yeah. I could do that with my fans. I could have a one-on-one conversation with one fan. No, I think you'd have to be you'd have to open the floor to questions. Maybe that would work if people. Have you done any uh, chats like? Uh, well, this is a thing that can happen on Reddit. There's uh, that Reddit question. Okay, and no, no, Facebook Q and A. You should try a couple of those just to see. I don't know how that works. All right, we'll we'll, we'll talk to your Facebook expert. Okay, she's been awesome. And uh, she'll talk you through it. I th- and, in fact, I think one of the things is uh, this mentions thing you need to have an iPhone for, which you have now. So I have that mentions app, but there's yeah. another app called Pages that works better for your oh, really? for your fan page. I like it better, but she, nothing, nothing personal Facebook. But check out the Pages app and then bring oh, your game up a little bit. Pages is uh, like an independent app for maintaining your Facebook page? It's for maintaining your fan, your fan page. Your fan page, yeah. 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 Wow. And I just like the way it's laid out a little bit better. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. So mentions isn't a way to communicate with the fans. It's just a. Uh, well, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I'm following some other people who are comedians and entertainers yeah. on it. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out what was so great about it. Huh. But, but but that's often the case with me. I'm not right. I'm not ready to say that it's not so great. Okay. Well, I'm saying I couldn't figure out what's so great about it. Uh huh. Another reason why we need that social media expert to come in and bail us out here, folks. I could have the key to the universe <laughs> yeah. in my underwear drawer right now, and wow. I just don't know how to how, how 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 it works. Yeah. Well, that was just a that's yeah. a bad example. That's a very I, bad example. I've recently been through my underwear drawer, and I know there's nothing. Do in you there. put uh, your clothes into the uh, in the drawers dresser? here when yes. you come to a hotel? Yeah. 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 I've got my clothes in that top yeah. drawer there. I can never decide. Leave them in the suitcase. Put them in the things. If it's one night, I usually leave them in the suitcase. I'm a suitcase person, yeah. but for multiple three nights, nights like day, this, you just feel like you're at home. I hang out my clothes in the closet yeah. and I put my stuff in the drawers and yeah. I spread out and unpack. Uh-huh. I'm not the kind of person like years ago. I did a movie and uh, Jennifer Beals was in it, so we were all really? in Canada. It was called, it was wow. this movie called. Uh, Mrs. Parker and the Vicious Circle. It was about Dorothy Parker. And so there were I, all of these you people. You were in that movie? Yeah. And there were all of these people play, playing characters. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee was in it. Yeah. Campbell Scott and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. And so we all got to be friends because we're hanging out in yeah. Canada making this movie in this hotel. So uh-huh. it was like a summer camp in a dormitory that the hotel yeah. was. But, uh, you know, Jennifer Beals had been in a bunch of movies. And so she knew yeah. how to she make a her hotel room her own. <laughs> well, I thought she was really yeah. sweet. Yeah. Nice person. I'm sorry that uh-huh. I lost touch with her, but uh-huh. um, but she, you know, you go in her room and she yeah. would have, she'd have things put up on the walls a little <laughs> no bit, way, and really? she would yeah. bring like a, if you bring a scarf, you can put it over the lamp yeah. in your room, and it kind of makes the light a little bit different. <laughs> like those nicer. guys in Best of Show, like the the gay couple in Best of Show, they came in and they hung tapestries on the wall, and they had their own pillows and everything. Well, <laughs> yes, except that yeah. was a joke, and this yeah. is for real. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the, some of these hotel chains will do that for you, too, uh, if you're a, a gold member like you are everywhere. The generic they'll, customization They'll bring your room. special pillows in and maybe even put artwork on the walls that you like. You know, you could add, you request uh, New I'm, no, I'm saying I'm not that guy. I'm yeah, not you're that not guy. that guy. But I feel like yeah. if if I'm if I'm on a, an extended one nighter tour yeah. of 
you know, smaller towns, yeah. I'm going to have to kind of find some way to make uh, the hotel room a little more or get some system. I'm going to have to get an we'll external put it in the speaker rider. for my something. Or oh, other. you definitely need an external speaker. You don't use an external speaker? No. With all the stuff you travel with, you don't. Ha- you got to have an external this speaker. This is the other thing. i got to get one of those Kermit... Kermit Ruffin's DJ setup, so my oh, yeah. laptop. Yeah, so no, I, I actually, use... you know, I think he was using it on his iPad. Now that I remember, yes, because you can touch it. Yeah, okay. so it's probably, yeah, it's a it's a DJ uh, program for your iPad. Kermit, if you're listening, let us know. No. <laughs> I find out that Kermit Ruffin's listening <laughs> to my podcast. <laughs> I might stop doing my podcast because I would have achieved my well. goal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kermit Ruffins, there's another job for you. If you don't know who yeah. that is, you better get busy. Yeah, he's our Ruffins. generation's Louis Armstrong for sure. Yeah, You've seen him guy. on Treme, and he's uh, he just recorded with Christopher Walken, uh, Bill Murray, and John Favreau and Doctor John. They all did a song for this new movie. Oh, really? Yeah, for the Jungle Book film that's being shot in New Orleans right now. Oh, yeah. It's bare so, so there was a picture of. Uh, of Kermit with all those guys, mm. you know, walking, walking's it's, he's, he's such a trip. There was a, when I was on Frenchman street one time down there, um, they were filming a movie right, uh, on the street and I was up on my balcony and, uh, Walken and Peter Dinklage were the two main characters and walking. I, I, I can't believe this movie hasn't come out. It was some, I some kind believe of it hasn't either. futuristic thing. And, uh, and it wasn't meant to be New Orleans. It was supposedly like uh, 1975 Chicago. They had turned French, Frenchman Street into each mm-hmm. day would turn it into Chicago. They had painted the uh, store. They had painted these storefronts over the Cafe Brazil, so it looked like stores there, mm-hmm. and hardware store, and everything. And Walken and Dinklage are right below my balcony. And Walken's delivering lines, and it sounded like a comedian doing a Walken impression. Uh-huh. I mean, the guy is such a caricature of himself at this point that it was... Or he's so completely himself. That oh, he, he really you know, is. I mean, that was amazing. I, I was trying to record it on my phone, but I, I couldn't get it. But <laughs> I would have been hanging over the thing, you know. They yeah. might have said, cut! <laughs> but um, did you see Peter Pan live? No, we record. I recorded it, yeah. uh, but my wife and daughter watched it while yeah. I was out of town. I think I've, I think I have to watch. I it. think I have to watch it just for walking, right? My wife said that that it wasn't as good as I had heard it was. Yeah, but I'll be the judge of that when I see it. Whatever happened to the one we used to see when we were young with Mary Martin? I don't know. That that used to be aired every year, and what did the did somebody break the? The film or something? I don't know. I think that might be one of those things, too, where they Just realize everything. If you put it on TV, people are going to record it, and it'll be yeah. forever, and they'll put it on yeah. YouTube. We better lock it up so no one can ever see it. So yeah. like, okay, thanks, copyright law. Well, I, I think uh, right now you can. it's actually streaming the new one. You can. It's a streaming on NBC.com. You can watch it there, oh. too. Well, probably, yeah. but it's recorded on my yeah. machine thing at home. As soon as I get a new TV, because my giant TV died. Oh, yeah. But this all mm-hmm. started because what I told you was I need a DJ... Yeah. Um, app for my right. iPad. Yeah, and so you could DJ people. I think I really do think we should, uh, as we're expanding this, uh, your horizons beyond just the comedy clubs into these secondary markets. The idea of combining music with it or something, I think, is a I love the idea is a great it. idea. I need a talented person who yeah. will be on the shows with me and yeah. work for very cheap. Yeah. Because all right, I but I, I really think to have a little more of a Variety, because the worst thing that can happen is you end up with some local comedian who's just not funny. 
Well, that's and not people always you, love music. That's not going to happen. I can curate the shows. You can curate them, them good. I can figure yeah. out how to find out. But I, I right like the variety. Like, uh, you know, I'm managing Melanie now. And Melanie said, the last thing I want is another female singer-songwriter opening for me. Right. All well, I need is another, is and, another. And, and, you know, another comic. You don't need another comic. It would be great to have something else. Well, unless, or even a juggler. Unless a juggler it was my friend cool. Nigel, who's been on a bunch of podcasts. Yeah. Somebody uh-huh. who, who yeah. you know, or, or I have other friends who are very... Yeah. Unique and starting. I'd like mm-hmm. to help someone who's starting out. Yeah. Who I feel like yeah. is really talented. I did this show on, at Thanksgiving in L.A. with Rhea Butcher and Baron Vaughn, uh-huh. and uh, it was a great show. And yep. They're really funny comics, and Good. you know they're gonna they deserve all the success that's coming to them. Yeah. And so it was fun to ha- to ha- to be able to include them on a show because mm-hmm. I think they're so great. Yep. And have people who are coming to see me now check out somebody who you might not have seen because. Right. I, you know, you don't see them unless you're going to these really cool venues that they play. You know? Yeah, are they and are they playing like bigger rooms and getting uh, their own? Not, not yet. yet. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but anyway, we can. That's yeah. all we can figure that out. Yeah. Down the road. Yeah, but I love the idea of a little more variety in a show. You know, I just think right. That's what a, I'm saying yeah. is the way the. The show is so economically top-heavy with my salary. That it sure is. That's why I've got, to learn to, <laughs> I've got to learn how to DJ or play the ukulele. Because yeah. the only thing I can really Or share. Do, or share. <laughs> I've got to learn how to share. Yeah. That's going to be tough, Kimball, because I've got, a, I've got a wife who insists on a certain uh-huh. Yeah. I, I can't really blame her. For she has become accustomed to a certain level of uh, well, comfort. Well, I'm, you know, I'm supporting a wife and daughter. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the sole breadwinner right, right now. But if... You know, but that's going to change soon. It is going to change. But, yeah. I mean, you're starting to get into put a your... situation where are you putting on these shows for fun yeah. or are you putting on these shows to earn a living? And I just yeah. don't want to end up having to take too much of a mm. pay cut to be yeah. able to enjoy myself what? with this great kind of music. At, at, what age, at what age can kids start washing dishes in Santa Monica? <laughs> you want to put my – well, yeah. she's going to have to get over mono before she oh, can okay. get Yeah, you don't want to be washing dishes with <laughs> mono. No. She's not yeah. contagious right now. That's what I've heard. Uh, that's what you've heard. But she's been home since Halloween with Mono. I know. Wow. It's tough. It's tough going. So she didn't get to uh, go trick-or-treating either? She did. She uh, got sick right after Halloween. Uh, right after. Oh. That was her last hurrah. Maybe that was where it came from. Yeah, it could be. You know, somebody sneezed on a candy bar or something. Mm. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to think that. Yeah. That's that's the creep of today. Instead of putting razor blades in the apples. Yeah. They're putting mono in your. That's the you know? weird thing. I mean, it's a, the kissing disease. How does a ten-year-old get the kissing disease? I don't know. I think she drank out of somebody's yeah. water bottle or something. Yeah. But uh, anyway, in in it's Christmas is next week. Yes, it is. And are so you ready? I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I'm ready. Yeah. Thank God. Do you guys do Christmas tree and all that stuff and? Yeah, yes. Yeah, Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah. You're we, all decorated. We grew up in a Christian yeah. uh-huh. household. But I think okay. there's a lot of – I know Jewish people now get a Christmas tree. Yeah, just cause yeah that's it's true. It's relentless. It's yeah. the onslaught of this Christmas tree, Santa Claus. It's it's everywhere. Right. Um, but our daughter loves it. It's her favorite holiday. I mean, who doesn't like a holiday where you get a bunch yeah. of presents? Yeah, yeah. From a, a magical yeah. you know. So he's still person. coming. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's good. So, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you'll go home and have you'll be off until uh, New Year. You get a little yes. break. Yeah. Very this nice. I'll be off. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I Evan. just think there's too much pressure around. 
Christmas to see everybody and do everything. And oh, I really didn't I just, like Christmas yeah, until I. It's had my birthday it. too. Is it? So it's birthday? really Christmas. Christmas Day. Yeah. You were born on I Christmas Day. I was born Day? on Christmas Day. Yeah. Just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. Yeah. That's. <laughs> were you born in America? But he wasn't really born on Christmas Day. So there you go. He wasn't. No, apparently not. That got moved to celebrate with the pagans and everything. The whole thing's a sham. Yeah, the more you learn. That's the other thing we were talking about. Sorry. It turns out this whole Sorry. Thanksgiving is really kind of yeah. shady. Yeah, Thanksgiving, Columbus Day. You know, I knew about Columbus Day. Thanksgiving I wasn't aware that was equally bad, although I don't think that will ever change. I think Columbus Day is, is slowly but surely phasing out, certainly in any cities that aren't uh that don't have a large italian population columbus day is going to go away i think it is yeah because yeah. he was such a bad person yeah leif erickson day what about that who has that well that's that's what I, that's he was the first person to discover yeah. america according to uh, right is there a leif erickson day no i don't think so but that's what but he replace. probably did the same thing they probably all just clubbed the natives to death i think he everything. just showed up for a half an hour and went fishing and then yeah Viking back to wherever he came I mean, from because not, it's like there's no there was no churches here that he could rob you know that's yeah. what the Vikings were all about I mean just think all those all those famous and uh, you know revered explorers all did the same thing they went somewhere else and beat the natives into submission and said this is ours well, I mean, but that was the plan I know that was the plan it's not like they got here and then realized oh yeah. these are a bunch of people who aren't as sophisticated as us so we can take everything away from them yeah. the plan was I bet if we just go in these boats we're going to find a place where there's yeah. people less sophisticated than us oh. and we can just take all their shit or do you, yeah you think or did they think maybe there'd be nobody there they were going to find these it's just going to be empty yeah empty just you know Bison and uh, elk, mm. but that wasn't the case. No, there were people everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't as crowded as it is now. No, and it's still not crowded here compared to China. Right? Or yeah, China is really bad. Mexico City, Sao Paulo, places like that. It's unbelievable. When you get into populations that dense, it's just you go to Brazil all the time because yeah, music, there's a music yeah. thing down there that you right. go to, right? Yeah, and Sao Paulo is just overwhelming. Just the traffic and everything. It's just insane. There's just so many. Apparently, it's the second biggest city. And it's <laughs> I like just, how you're saying apparently. Yeah, I mean, that's what people verify. say there, but I, I don't know if it really is. The second I biggest think city in, in the world, supposedly. What's the first biggest city? Mexico City. Mexico City's bigger that's than. That's what they say. The, the, the than, bigger than. There's got to be some giant. Isn't there a giant Help us out city? And what about China? Yeah. There's too many. No, anyway, I guess not. Is, because you know, it's it's how big the city is as well. Mm-hmm. So you go down there and, and uh, go acreage wise. Yeah, maybe. No, no people. People. But, no population. But it yeah. might be that this the city of Sao Paulo is just also so big acreage wise and so dense that. Uh, okay. I mean, I had uh, a friend from Sao Paulo here last week in New York City. And she was amazed at how little traffic there was <laughs> compared to Sao Paulo. And, you know, I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And All you have to do is get stuck in that in yeah. that kind of Manhattan traffic yeah. or bad L.A. traffic. And you think it's terrible. And then you yeah. go someplace. Yeah, like go, go somewhere else where. It's just locked up. Like yeah. everybody's. Parked in their cars as if yeah. they're going somewhere. In Sao Paulo, it's all it'll be four lanes all locked up, and then streams of motorcyclists going up between the cars, just nonstop 
motorcycles flying along. How long just before from, there's a guy on rollerblades going across the top of the cars? It's not long. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, the hover, the hover, uh, the hoverboard's coming. That's what everybody's always talking about. When are we going to get the flying cars? You know what's going to yep. happen day one of flying cars? Yeah, it's going to be dumbasses falling out of the sky because they're crashing into each other. Somebody apparently Tony Hawk has tested the first hoverboard, like the one in uh, um, Back to the Future. Yeah, it's a good. This is a good Christmas rumor. Yeah, apparently yeah. Tony Hawk, and I love now that they he got has. Tony Hawk to test yeah. it. Because he's an old man now. Is he? he well, I yeah. don't know. He's an old <laughs> man for a skateboard kids. guy. Right, he is. He survived well. Yeah, you're right. He's probably irrelevant in the skateboard I be world now. Anyone an old man? Anyway, yeah. uh, we got. I got to get ready. We got to get ready. I've got to oh, go yeah? down and do the show. It's time to do the show. Yeah. Well, not exactly, but yeah. this was a good. I feel like yeah. this was a good chat. Good. Yeah. Could be a guest on the show again. It was easy, Excellent. wasn't it? Very easy. Okay. Yeah. It was like sitting here and talking to you. Yeah. And so, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, you can find me online at soundadvicenola.com. Soundadvicenola.com. You'll find all my artists, and uh, and you'll find out all about what we're doing with Jake Johansson in 2015 as well. Yeah, if you go so, to my website and you yeah. buy a buy a T-shirt or a DVD, I'll mail I'll mail it to you'll you. Be interacting with Kimball, yeah. in a in a way. So all do right. that. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Kimball. Thank you. Happy holidays, or should I say, Merry Christmas? Please. Check this! Well, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, that was that was it. That was my conversation with Kimball Packard, my guest this week. Uh, I was under a little bit of duress to do all of this on my phone. I've uh, edited and produced the whole friggin' thing on my phone. I can't even believe that that's possible. That's that's. You know, from historically my perspective, that would be as if I said I produced and edited this whole episode on my toaster or I my shoe, for crying out loud. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a miracle. That's what I'm saying. This whole thing is a miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, don't give up. Today, this day of all days, don't give up. There'll be, there is so much time to be dead later on so please procrastinate your surrender until at least the new year uh, if not many new years away from today let's let's ride this thing as long as we can don't forget to beat a dead horse just to make sure thank you so much this has been a great year 2014 2015 even better it's an odd numbered year it's not a prime number of course not it ends in a five it's divisible by five so 2015 could, in fact, be our year. It could be everyone's year. So uh, let's let's hope let's hope that that's the case. And even if even if it's not necessarily the case, we could make it the case for us just by being nice to each other. We're all in this together. Um, I really appreciate all your support. If you're interested in my new special, it is out. My website, jakethis.com, you can download that thing. It's $5 to download it. If you, if you want some plastic discs, a DVD and a CD and a, in the same package, I'm working on that. That would be out now if it hadn't been for uh, technical uh, stumblings and mishaps. But uh, as with everything, if you stick with it, you can finish it. And, and I, I vow to you with God as my witness, I'm going to make these drapes into a tuxedo. And I'm going to attend the uh, Golden Globe Awards someday in a tuxedo made out of drapes. That's my dream. 
That's my dream, and here I've said it out loud. And the first thing you have to do in order to achieve your goals is to imagine them. And now, that's finished. It's a big job, ladies and gentlemen, but I did it. I did it, not just for you, for me. Well, mostly for me. My, I, oh, come on. Yeah, we're kidding ourselves if we think that me envisioning my dream of going to the Golden Globes in a tuxedo made out of drapes is in any way helping you. But maybe it would help you in some small way. When you saw me on television in that tuxedo made out of drapes, you would say, there he is, he did it. Makes me happy, makes me feel like I can do whatever I need to do to get through the day. And uh, I hope, I hope that that's the case. I hope that I'm helping you and I know that you're helping me. So thanks a lot. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and bye-bye. Uh,